0: Detroit
1: Strange. Welcome to Detroit Strange. Yeah,
0: episode five. Woot. Yeah. I don't know what that noise is, but it was a woo. It was a woo. As Sean would say, kid, <laughs> you're, do, you're doing what the kid's doing, those woots.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, oh, I love that. Yeah. But I do love the woo with the T on the end over just the plain woo. There's something yeah. there's something with that he, that hard end to it, the consonant. Right. I like it.
0: I dig it. it gives a little more structure, not just like an open-ended ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, it makes me think of owls. I like that too. Yeah. So how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah?
0: Yeah. I've got... Two more half days of work until I go on vacation. I'm very excited about that. I would be too. That is lovely. Just looking forward to vacation. How about you?
1: I'm pretty good. Had opening night last night. Thank you for coming yes, for uh, Nois Nowhere's- Nowheresville. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I yeah, really it's a fun enjoyed. Show. Yeah, I love it.
0: We so have a good cast too.
1: It's a great cast. Uh, really good writing. I like the Twilight Zone theme. Yeah. Obviously, the little bizarre and unique twists. It gets a little dark at times, which I enjoy, but there's still some, like, funny, Fun and whimsy, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit of both, yeah. and I, I like the contrast.
0: Yeah, it's definitely I dig a it. good contrast.
1: Plus, I uh, my character's in the 90s, and that's kind of fun, too. Uh
0: oh, you had a perfect look for the 90s, yes. that hair thing and then the vest. Yes. It was great.
1: Mission accomplished. Yay. <laughs> so I'm feeling good. Good. So what are we drinking today? It's a very unique drink. It has a unique flavor. So, it's a Mamrie
0: Hart recipe, and she called it Taylor Swift's Bad Blood.
1: So, we're drinking blood.
0: Yes. Oh. Yeah.
1: That explains the taste.
0: Yeah. So, basically, it's, it's the blood is like corn syrup, red food dye, then you crush up iron pills and put it in oh, there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it tastes like actual blood. So, it's basically supposed to be like when you take a sip, it tastes like you bit the inside of your mouth.
1: Okay. It does.
0: Yeah.
1: Or that Sometimes I have a mouth. of pennies. Yep. Mouthful of pennies.
0: Yeah. So, like, it's not, like, a tasty drink, but it's, like, a drink that's, like, a fun novelty. It's great for Halloween.
1: Definitely when you were making it, I was expecting it to be, like, raspberries or something like that. Like, you're, like, fake blood, or it's blood. And I was, like, oh, like, crushed raspberry syrup. Delicious. No. (laughs) And then I took that first sip. I was, like, that is not raspberry. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's interesting. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's, like, a fun drink, especially, like, on Halloween, if you like spooky, spooky things.
1: It definitely surprised me. Good. And I do like Ookie Spooky.
0: So uh, shall we get into the strange?
1: Yeah, tell me all about something.
0: Okay, so if you're at Elmwood Cemetery.
1: Heard of it, yes. Don't know much about it.
0: So the cemetery, it's like pretty close to downtown, and it's thought to be one of the most haunted places in Detroit. Ooh. And it's one of the oldest cemeteries in Michigan. It's non-denominational. It was dedicated in 1846 as a rural cemetery and covered 42 acres. Wow. There's a Gothic Revival Chapel that was built in 1856 that's still used today, and it was the first integrated cemetery in the Midwest, which I think is pretty cool. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. I enjoy that.
0: It's got some famous, I guess we'll call them residents.
1: I like that. I mean, they reside there permanently, so...
0: Yeah, final resting place. Yeah. Good for them.
1: Their carbon will be there forever.
0: Yeah. So there's over 200 Civil War vets. 29 mayors, including the first African-American mayor, Coleman Young, the Mm -hmm. Coleman Young Municipal Mm Center is named after. Uh, Six governors, 11 senators. Bernard Stroh, the founder of Stroh's Brewery. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Fred Sonic Smith, the guitarist of the band MC5, which I have never heard of.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, you should listen to MC5. Are they good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, for, like, an older group and stuff, yeah. Are they
0: classic rock? Are they more...
1: (sighs) Kinda. I, I... I don't know how they're quite defined.
0: If you had to like pick one song that you think I would know by them,
1: I don't know them well enough. You're really putting me on the spot here. I just know I've listened to them on occasion. I've enjoyed it. Been like, who's that? Somebody says MC Five. I'm like, oh yeah, they're from Detroit, and that's what I enjoy. So you know more about me. You're throwing me me under the bus there. (laughs) No, it's okay.
0: You knew more than me. I like, (laughs) I had this fact and I could have looked into it, but I didn't. Fair.
1: We'll have to listen to some. Yeah. Maybe maybe afterwards we'll listen to yeah. some while we're cleaning up.
0: A jam sex.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: So then also Martha Jean Steinberg, radio personality, resides there. Margaret Mather Findlayson, who is a Shakespearean actress. She'll come up later. And then Michigan's first African-American school teacher.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: One of the interesting features, too, is it has mausoleums carved to the hills. Hmm. Which, like, it looks cool. I don't know if I've seen it elsewhere, but I feel like it's not exclusive to Detroit, but it's just one of those things It's like, oh, interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. A little bit different then. Yeah,
0: it's just like a headstone. Yeah. It was Detroit's first arboretum. There's over 1,400 trees awesome. and 91 species of trees.
1: Wow. That is a lot of species. I did not know Michigan had that many
0: I don't know if they're all native to Michigan.
1: Mm -hmm. But but they can grow in the climate. Exactly.
0: Um, And part of that's because it was designed by Frederick Law Olmsted. He was a famed landscape architect who also did Central Park. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like kind of was designed to be like a nice park setting that just happened to have dead bodies in it, you know?
1: Naturally. Yeah.
0: But kind of getting into one of the ookie spookies, if you will. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was the location of the Battle of Bloody Run.
1: Okay. But so, tell me more.
0: Yeah, so it was a battle during Pontiac's War in seventeen sixty-three. So this was after the French and Indian War when the British took control of the area. And the war was a collection of the Native American tribes around the Great Lakes uprising against the British. Like I said, the British had just taken control. And the battle happened when British forces were trying to ambush Pontiac's encampment after they unsuccessfully tried to take back Fort Detroit from British control. So like Fort okay. Detroit, mm-hmm. like used to be French port and from what it sounded like, it was kind of just like the Native Americans and the French kind of lived peacefully together, which I thought was cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, you usually don't hear about that. Usually it's like, oh, we gave them smallpox, kicked them off their land and sent them west. Yeah. Like, so I was like, oh, thanks. Nice.
1: So they found like a, a way to live close quarters, but. Yeah. Yeah. Respectfully. That's the word I was There for. we
0: go. But then the British came over and, you know, did what the British do.
1: That was dicks. Yeah. So anyway,
0: they tried to ambush Pontiac's encampment and but Pontiac knew about it, so they just kicked their asses. And there was a creek that runs through the cemetery still, and it used to be called Parents Creek until this battle happened and they had changed the name to Bloody Run Creek. Oh. Because there were so many dead bodies in the river during this battle that the river ran red with blood.
1: Oh wow. Creek. That creek is graphic.
0: Yeah, uh, so that's kind of where I got the inspiration for these drinks. Okay. A number of soldiers and civilians were captured, and one of the soldiers was ritualistically cannibalized, mm. as was custom in some tribes. And I wrote in my notes, I guess if you can't beat them, eat them. <laughs> <Ew>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, kind of no wonder this place is haunted, because it's a cemetery that, like, this bloody battle happened on, and, you know.
1: Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah,
0: so, some more of the ookie spookies. Yes, please. Around the cemetery, there's things, like, apparitions. People see these things, orbs, which is, like, interesting. There's this twelve foot tall marble relief of a woman caught between heaven and earth, like and stuck in a veil. Okay, she's kind of just like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. help me. Then like there's a sheet over her, like carved in marble. Okay, very. Very intricate marble work, which is beautiful, but uh, she, her name's The Veiled Lady, and she was commissioned by Joshua Waterman for his deceased wife in 1876, and he commissioned this artist who I think was from an arbor originally, and then he moved to Italy to like study the craft or something. Maybe it should be closer to where Italian marble's from. I don't know. But he was commissioned to make this 12-foot marble relief. Okay. So he did it, and then they put it on a ship to get it over to Detroit, and the ship went down near Spain. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: How did it get here then? Well This is crazy. I can tell. Tell me more.
0: Well, two years later, they managed to like go down, get the ship, get the relief, bring it back up, which don't ask me how, in the late eighteen hundreds they managed to get like a piece of marble off.
1: How rich were these people? I feel like they had to be hella rich to like pull that off you know what I mean? So like Right. Go after that. Yeah.
0: So, like, they get it off the bottom of the ocean, and they put it back on a ship, and they start heading it back towards Detroit, and then it sinks again in the Hudson River. What? Yeah. Okay,
1: so this thing was too heavy. That This is what you're telling me. This is what I'm hearing. Two ships down, too heavy.
0: Either that or something supernatural occurred, but yeah, probably too heavy.
1: Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the spooky.
0: Yeah. So, basically, it took three ships to get it here. The first one sank. The second one sank. I'm guessing the third one was made it here from the Hudson River. And then sank. (laughs) I mean, doesn't say. Probably did.
1: (laughs) Come on, things come in threes.
0: Yeah. But it made it to Elmwood, and in 1919, during a bad storm, it toppled over and broke, (gasps) and was reassembled.
1: Okay, now it's it's getting spooky.
0: Yeah, so this, like, thing was just, it's not supposed to be. There's something out for this piece of marble. Mm -hmm. So it's still in the cemetery, and people say that if you go and look at it, it's supposed to invoke feelings of fear and dread. Like, you're mm-hmm. supposed to, like, just, like, look at it, and you're just like, oh, God. We have to go. I know. Field trip. And also, it said, when you stand in front of her grave in the moonlight, you can hear disembodied voices and smell strange smells.
1: Whoa. Like, what kind of smells? It didn't say. Oh. And I don't know if we
0: can go at moonlight, but we'll figure it out. I hope uh. it's, like,
1: smells of seaweed.
0: I was thinking, like, dead body, but the seaweed makes sense, too, because, it, like, it sank
1: a bunch. Yeah, maybe dead body and seaweed. Well, it was just, like, Peonies? why it smell like salmon? Oh. <laughs> I mean, that is a strange smell. Yeah. Honestly, probably when the strangest on earth is salmon.
0: Right. Are like that smell in the freezer section.
1: You know, oh, the... like old freezer? Yeah. Old freezer goods? It probably smells like old freezer goods there.
0: Yeah. I hope Ooh. so. I like that for her. So I also remember I mentioned earlier Margaret Mather said the Shakespearean actress. Yes. So she was one of the most renowned Shakespearean actresses of her time, and she died on stage during one of her performances.
1: What? What happened?
0: It didn't say, but she died on stage.
1: <laughs> she gone.
0: She's gone. <laughs> Irrelevant. She's dead. Um, but she was buried in the cemetery on Easter Sunday in 1898 in the white dress that was her Juliet costume. Oh. And so, like, people think that one of the aberrations, like, the... People see around as a woman in a white dress. I think it might be her.
1: I I get that. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing to uh, correlate. Yeah. together. Also, you know, people in, in the dramatic arts uh,
0: tend to be dramatic.
1: They tend to be dramatic.
0: And what's more dramatic than being a ghost? Like just wandering yeah. a cemetery. Exactly. I hope I get to do something cool like that if I'm a ghost. Oh, I
1: want to haunt the crap out of something. Like, would you... be fun. I'd be a fun ghost, though. I wouldn't be Same. a mean ghost. I'm not, like, into scratching or anything like that. I'd, like... I might try... I would try to move things, though, because I think that would be the coolest to see. Yeah. Personally, it's something, like, odd move. Like, I would just, like... All of a sudden, this martini glass is just, like, boop, boop, like, up and down. and be like, oh, that's weird.
0: In college, we used to pull pranks where we'd just go in someone's room and just move everything over by, like, two inches.
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: It's something you wouldn't notice right away, but, like, some... you just think, like, I feel like this is, like, slightly... The left. I yeah. love like long haul pranks. Yeah. You know, just like take a while to you to realize it or mm-hmm. just like very committed to the bit. Yeah.
1: Well, and something like that too, where it's not going to hurt anybody or it's, right. it's not a negative thing. It's just like a what kind of thing. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like a throws them off a bit.
1: Yeah. Just to keep yeah. pulling their toes. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's kind of it for the cemetery. That just like a bunch of haunted stuff. I was trying to go on a field trip before we recorded but it didn't happen so
1: I think we should go on a field trip we could do some like bonus material or something yeah. like that at some point just talk about our experience that could be mm-hmm. fun or even like record on site a little bit that yeah. would be fun like our react like let's go stand in front of that statue what if, and talk like, about on what the we feel
0: we don't hear it when we're there but we can't we get an EVP
1: <gasps> yeah <gasps> that would be my dream to pick up an EVP oh my gosh
0: that, or just like I don't always believe they're voice. true but like right
1: I want to same mm, that would be amazing I'm sorry I just took a sip of my blood drink That's okay threw me off for a second Because it was at the bottom And real strong Oh yeah Ooh. I think I put too many iron pills in them I mean they got the effect across So I, see, I only put
0: two in it first And I was like You can't really taste it It just tastes like corn syrup Which is kind of delicious I understand why they use it in things now But mm-hmm. um, well, it's So just it's sweet, sweet and shiny Yeah That's why you use it in pecan pies Like you,
1: oh, God, thank
0: you. <laughs> been trying to work on the shine though
1: <laughs> Fantastic Yeah you can find any of our sources on our Facebook. That was awesome. Yeah. And now we have a place to go. Yes. First field trip. I would love to do that. And that would be a lot of fun. We can get uh, some other people. They actually
0: do like guided tours through it. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Let's,
1: Let's look do, into that.
0: Yeah. Maybe we can even make an event on our Facebook page if it's far enough out and we have listeners.
1: <laughs> well, nice nice work. Good job you. on that one.
0: Yeah. Kind of a short but sweet. Short but spooky, we'll call it. Yeah.
1: Are you ready for uh, Two Truths and a Lie? I am. And by that, I mean more than two and a lie. Yeah. Because you are going to Sweden. I am. So I got you some Sweden fa- facts about Sweden. That's the proper way to say that, probably. So I'm going to tell you some stuff about Sweden. Okay. Tell me which one's a lie. So it's longer today, but it's for a reason. Yes. North Korea has $2.7 billion dollars in debt to Sweden. There are about a hundred thousand moose roaming freely in the woods. Uh music is one of the biggest exports. It was the first country in the world to ban smacking. There is the highest number of McDonald's restaurants in Europe, in Sweden, like per uh capita, whatever. They are so good at recycling they even import waste from other countries. And gay relationships have been legalized since 1944. Ooh I know it's a lot of stuff, but again, couldn't choose.
0: The moose one I think is true because I've been using Duolingo to, like, learn Swedish. Mm-hmm. And the word for moose, Al- ALG, was, like, one of the first ones I learned. So I, there's got to be a lot of moose there. So I think that one's true. The ones that I'm kind of like, hmm, North Korea one I think is true. Because I don't know why it would make an effect on yeah, North Korea. Yeah,
1: no, that one's definitely true. It, it's because they bought a 1,000 Volvo cars back in 1974, by the way. a 1,000 cars? a 1,000 Volvos. Wow. Yep. I, yeah, I forgot
0: they did Volvo there. Mm-hmm. My guesses are the McDonald's. And then there was, what was, okay, you read like the last three?
1: Uh, the last three is uh, so good at recycling they even import other countries' waste. Gay relationships have been legalized since 1944 and the McDonald's one. Most McDonald's per capita in Europe. What were the two before? <laughs> Sorry, I made it long. It's okay. First country to, bon- to bone. <laughs> first
0: country to bone. Bone.
1: Uh, first country in the world to ban smoking.
0: Oh, this is smacking.
1: I meant smacking. Actually, I did. I did say smacking. Okay. I read it wrong this time. It's okay. And music is one of the biggest exports. That's definitely
0: true. Because you have Abba. Yeah. They that get one true. big band a year. Yeah. Or one big band a decade. There was Abba. Then there was Ace of mm-hmm. Base.
1: I kind of put that one in there because I knew you would know it was true, but it's still a fun fact.
0: Yeah. I think that shows why they wisely this ducky with Icona Pop.
1: You <laughs> did. Good job, them. Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> I like Like You Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That came up in the list of music exports. Yeah. So which one are we thinking is the line? I'm going to go McDonald's. Nope, true. Even though they're very like health conscious and everything, they do have more McDonald's per capita than any other.
0: It's weird because I don't think it was European ever mentioned country. in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. But, you know, I think it was in the movie. Do
1: you want to know which one's lie? Yes. Uh, it actually is the moose one. I said 100,000. It's about three to 400,000. So much greater. There's moose uh, literally everywhere. It could potentially be one of the biggest cities in Sweden if they gathered as a group.
0: I love that for them. Yes.
1: So very moose-centric there. Uh, and then the other one about smacking. Since 1979, it's been forbidden to smack your child which means it's the first country with a law against flogging, and another 35 countries have joined them since then.
0: I was kind of surprised, too, about the same-sex couples, but then I realized it wasn't marriage. So
1: it was yeah, just, it didn't say marriage specifically. Okay. It just said relationships. But, I mean, 1944, that's... That's
0: very early. Yeah. I mean, like, there was that weird period between the World Wars where, like, homosexuality was kind of creeping up there. hmm like, Especially in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Like, Berlin was kind of this weird gay mecca between the World of Wars.
1: I can see that.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Uh, Watched a couple movies about it. Good job.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, have fun in Sweden. Thank you. You will. I'm sure that I don't see how you could not have fun on a trip like that.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. Get lost in the fjords.
1: (laughs) Don't get too lost. (laughs) Well, shall we wrap it up then? Yeah. So you guys can follow us on all the social medias. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of them nowadays. But you can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook.
0: Yep. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Detroit Strange. And if you want to send us any emails, any questions, want to say hi, any stories you might have, it's DetroitStrange at gmail.com.
1: So until then, we hope you all stay strange. Yeah. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was created by Sax and Violence.